Welcome to the August 22nd, 2022 podcast of Wisdom Today. Hello, my name is Bill Kelly and I'll be your host today. Today we'll be going over Proverb 22, but before we begin, let's open in prayer. Father God, as we begin the new week, I pray over each one listening to this podcast today. Lord, I pray that you would give them wisdom to make good decisions throughout this week. I also pray that you would give them favor with both God and man. In Jesus' name, amen. This is Proverb 22, beginning in verse 1. A good name is to be chosen rather than great riches, loving favor rather than silver and gold. The rich and the poor have this in common. The Lord is the maker of them all. A prudent man foresees evil and hides himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. By humility and the fear of the Lord are riches and honor and life. Thorns and snares are in the way of the perverse. He who guards his soul will be far from them. Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. The rich rules over the poor, and the borrower is servant to the lender. He who sows iniquity will reap sorrow, and the rod of his anger will fail. He who has a generous eye will be blessed, for he gives of his bread to the poor. Cast off the scoffer, and contention will leave. Yes, strife and reproach will cease. He who loves purity of heart and has grace on his lips, the king will be his friend. The eyes of the Lord preserve knowledge, but he overthrows the words of the faithless. The lazy man says, There is a lion outside. I shall be slain in the streets. The mouth of an immoral woman is a deep pit. He who is abhorred by the Lord will fall there. Foolishness is bound up in the heart of a child. The rod of correction will drive it far from him. He who oppresses the poor to increase his riches, and he who gives to the rich will surely come to poverty. Incline your ear and hear the words of the wise, and apply your heart to my knowledge, for it is a pleasant thing if you keep them within you. Let them all be fixed upon your lips, so that your trust may be in the Lord. I have instructed you today, even you. Have I not written to you excellent things of counsels and knowledge, that I may make you know the certainty of the words of truth, that you may answer words of truth to those who send to you? Do not rob the poor because he is poor, nor oppress the afflicted at the gate. For the Lord will plead their cause and plunder the soul of those who plunder them. 
Make no friendship with an angry man, and with a furious man do not go, lest you learn his ways and set a snare for your soul. Do not be one of those who shakes hands in a pledge, one of those who is surety for debts. If you have nothing with which to pay, why should he take away your bed from under you? Do not remove the ancient landmark which your fathers have set. Do you see a man who excels in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before unknown men. Today I'm going to dedicate this entire podcast to verse number six. And let's read it together. Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. I have mentioned on a number of occasions that uh, I am currently reading out of the Nelson Study Bible. I have an in-depth study on train up a child um, in my commentary, and I'd like to share this with you. So, friends, I'd like to ask that if you have the ability to sit in a chair, if you're doing that, please sit down and close your eyes as you listen to this. I really want you to ponder this, and whether you have children that are currently living with you, or if you're in the stage of life where you have grandchildren that you can have an influence over, I think this is very important to hear. So this is entitled, Train Up a Child. An infant's smallness and adorable innocence often draw the attention of nearby adults. They know that a newborn life is a gift of great value. But as the infant grows, the parents realize the great responsibility of rearing the child. They know that the child needs to be taught not just cared for. A multitude of child-rearing books on bookstore shelves attest to the fact that raising a child takes great wisdom. At the heart of every good parenting principle lie Solomon's words of Proverb 22.6, Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old he will not depart from it. The verb for train means to dedicate, and the word for way generally refers to living correctly in God's sight. Let's look back at Proverbs 15.10. 15.10 tells us, Harsh discipline is for him who forsakes the way, and he who hates correction will die. So this is telling us how we are to train our children and that we're to be gentle and we're not to be harsh. Okay, let's go on. Solomon was advising parents to set their child aside for special use, to dedicate him or her to the Lord and his path. The verb train includes the idea of stimulating the child to do good through words of guidance, discipline, 
and encouragement on the right path. This is a parent's main task, to receive a child as a charge from the Lord and then to dedicate the child to God's ways. Some have taken the line, when he is old, he will not depart from it as a promise. They believe it to be a guarantee that proper parenting will always result in a child's salvation. Proverbs, however, present general principles, not promises. This verse gives parents the assurance that the lessons learned in childhood will last a lifetime. Whether their child learns to follow the Lord will, in part, depend on his or her own choices. But lessons driven home at the crucial stage of childhood will not go away. Hence, the need for parental discipline and guidance. God promises to enable parents for their task not to make decisions for the child. Each generation is responsible for its own relationship to God. But even without a promise, this proverb remains wise advice for every parent. Dedicating a child to God's ways is the best course to set. Okay, with this in mind, I'm going to go over three points that I would like for you to ponder or consider. Number one, we are the primary teachers for our children. And what I would like to get across, and I taught in the public school system for over 20 years, so I will always consider myself to be a teacher. Right now, I'm still teaching, but now instead of teaching math or reading, I am teaching the Word of God. And it's Matter of fact, I actually feel what I am doing now is more important than anything I've ever done because I specifically am following the Holy Spirit and I feel I have been instructed to do this podcast. So I am just following directions and doing basically what this proverb is telling us. Train up a child basically is... You have directions to give to your children, and someone is going to teach your children, especially when it comes to subjects that we would prefer not to talk about. Um, I know that once kids get to be um, juvenile and 12 or 13 and they start going through puberty and stuff like this, a lot of parents are intimidated and they don't want to talk to their children about something like sex and your body and body changes and stuff like that. But friends, listen to me. Somebody's going to teach your children. So shouldn't it be you to talk about the difficult things in life? And my answer to that would be, yes, it is your responsibility. We are to be the primary instructors of our children and we need to teach them the hard things in life or else someone else will. Number two, when you teach your children, teach to them 
not at them. Now, I have heard some teachers, and one of the things that I had to go through when I got my master's degree in special education is I had the uh, responsibility of going into like 30 different classrooms and observing teachers. And the purpose of this was to find out which teaching methods were effective with kids and which ones weren't. And <clears throat> there is a difference when you teach at a kid and when you teach to them. Okay, when you teach at a kid, a lot of times it seems like you're talking down to them. And friends, listen to me. We are not to talk down to our kids. We're to let them know, hey, this is important in life. These are the things that you have to know. But share with them. So when I think of the word teach, I'm literally thinking as sharing with your kids information. I'm hoping you see the difference between that. Now, when you talk at a kid, a lot of times I think about maybe having a dog, for example, and you're trying to teach a dog instructions, um, maybe like roll over or stuff like that, and that you would be talking at the dog as opposed to sharing information with him. I hope you guys see the difference in what I'm trying to point out. But the third one, and this is probably the most important one, and parents listen to me, it says teaching your children the Bible will not ensure their salvation. I want everybody to be perfectly clear. We can teach kids the importance of knowing Jesus, the importance of receiving Him as your Lord and Savior. But I'm here to tell you that nobody is going to get to heaven based on their grandparents' or their parents' coat strings. Each person, man or woman, boy or girl, will have that individual decision that they will have to make at some point in their life. So what this verse, and let's go back and read this verse again. Proverb 22, verse 6. Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. Friends, if we teach our kids the way to go, how to make good decisions, how to treat people, how to react to things in life that come our way on a daily basis that we are not expecting, that we don't want to receive. For example, um, if you're in a minor traffic accident or if something happens to your refrigerator and it blows and there's no more refrigerator, and, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to pay $3,000 for a new one, and I don't have the money. Those are the kind of things that we can instruct our children. Things happen in life that come our way that, that sideswipe us. And how we react to the difficult situations in life, that is what our kids will look at. 
And believe me, your kids are watching everything you do. So when you're in front of your kids, teach them properly. Do not talk at them. Talk to them. Share with them. Friends, I will never end a podcast without giving anyone an opportunity to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. If there is anyone listening to this podcast today, I ask that if you have never taken the step to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, today is your lucky day. If you repeat the simple prayer after me, you can enter in to the family of God. Simply repeat this prayer after me. Father God, thank you for sending Jesus to earth for me. Jesus, thank you that even though you never gave in to the temptation of sin, you were willing to die on a cross for me. By doing that, you have forgiven me of all of my sins past, present, and future. Thank you, Jesus. I believe that on the third day you rose from the dead and went and now live at the right hand of God. By doing what you did on the cross, you have put me in right standing with God. You have restored me to him. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. I invite you into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Friends, tomorrow is Testimony Day and I have a wonderful guest. It's going to be a special treat. Please join us as we further explore wisdom today.